All right, welcome back to Just Car Guys, the show where me and my dad talk about the latest and greatest car news and car stories from the last week. As a reminder, I haven't seen any of the content that Anthony's prepared for us today, so looking forward to seeing what you got. We got some cool stuff, so let's get into it. Starting off, we finally get a first look at a car a lot of people are excited about. Honda gave us first look at the Civic Type R prototype, and that looks fantastic. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. I like that a lot. So officially arriving next year, the Type R features some awesome stuff. You can see here like some Brembo brakes up front, a rear wing, three exhaust tips, six-speed manual transmission transmission in a much more aggressive stance. There are no technical details at this moment, but is expected to use the same turbocharged 2-liter inline 4 from the outgoing model, but produce a bit more power, of course. The car will go on sale later in 2022 in the US and will likely start at just under $40,000. I really like it. Man, you know, the, the, the camouflage is taking a little away from it, but yes. you can tell that the bones are there it for a pretty good. cool looking car. Yeah. I really like the wheels that they put on that thing. Oh, they're great. The wing looks cool. I'm curious what the tail looks like. I don't know if you got a shot of the back. Okay. All right. Triple uh, exhaust tips. Interesting. It's kind of cool, though. It's different. Yeah. But as long as they, you know, hopefully they don't do anything goofy back there with colors, you know, just yeah. keep the body color in there. Agreed. And, um, that's that's pretty cool. It looks so, in my opinion, it looks so much better than the last generation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Like it's just that bit of like subtleness, but like it's just it looks good. Yeah, I like it. Sporty sedan. Exactly. Cadillac is changing their logo for their new EVs. So Cadillac has changed to a new black and white version of their iconic logo, which was first seen on the Lyric SUV. This logo has spread to their social media channels and website and is a signal of the brand shift to electric vehicles. A Cadillac spokesperson told Car and Driver, quote, as Cadillac begins its next chapter to an all-electric future, Cadillac is refreshing our brand look and feel. The spokesperson also said that while the new logo will be more common, quote, Cadillac will continue to use the current crest as well. Oh, really? So we're going to go yeah. with both. Interesting. <laughs> my, my guess is that the, the ones that are still internal combustion will have the color. Will have the, the color. that aren't will have the black. Look how cool it would have been if they kept the color but actually lit it up in those colors. That would be awesome. Right? That's, that's what I think would be cool. It's probably too complicated, so they just went black and white. So they said, they were like, hey, look, we're going to launch this new design. But really, it was just to save money. <laughs> Probably. <yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I don't mind it, though. That's that's cool. Yeah. You know, it calls out. Um, it's one more, like, subtle feature that shows yeah. that it's electric. You that know? differentiates cool. it yeah. a little bit. Now, this is pretty awesome. We finally have the official pricing for the Lotus Amira. Entering production at the end of the next year, the Lotus Amira will be the last internal combustion car we see from Lotus. The fully loaded first edition model will cost $96,100 and the base Lotus Amira will start at $77,100. I thought it was going to come in a little bit higher than that, honestly. So did I. Wow. To be honest. But I mean, in there you're getting into Cayman territory and that then, then you gotta watch. You gotta, However, I mean this really thing looks the business. Like it it's so cool. It's it's got like the exotic feel that you're yeah. that you're kind of looking for. But man, I bet that thing's gonna be great. I love it. That I don't remember, so is that a two plus two? Or is it offered in a I two plus two with two. the Okay. 
So with that, uh, what you get for the first edition is a 400 horsepower supercharged 3.5 liter V6 with a standard six speed manual transmission or an optional six speed automatic. There's also then the turbocharged two liter four cylinder that makes 360 horsepower and it's only available with a six speed dual clutch automatic transmission. The quickest Amira will hit zero to 60 in 4.5 seconds and top out at 180 miles per hour. The base model will not be available until 2023 with the first edition going into production fall of next year that thing is beautiful it's so fantastic yeah I that's love gonna it. be a hot car i can't wait to see one in real life i know we had to drive one that would be that would be, be cool. so cool next up here this is awesome formula one is aiming to save cars and racing as we currently know it so formula one has announced that their next generation of engines that will hit the track in 2025 will be powered by a hundred percent sustainable fuel which they also envision being available for mainstream use so there's a lot of details around this so the fuel will be created in laboratories of course from a bunch of potential sources one of them being carbon capture which is hatching carbon dioxide at its emission source and just just reusing or restoring it or even using non-food biomass such as algae or agricultural waste. The overall goal of this is that the fuel matches the energy density of the current gasoline products they use so it doesn't affect vehicle performance as well as F1 expects the fuel to have a total greenhouse gas emission savings of at least 65% when compared to traditional gasoline. The fuel is supposed to be quote, drop in, meaning it can be used in any existing internal combustion engine without needing any special modifications. What? They also currently are working with fuel companies about creating enough of it for the series and scaling up production for public use. They also plan to use this in their air and sea travel industry so the entire series would become sustainable. Wow. There are also rumors of Porsche and Audi joining as engine manufacturers in F1. In the past, Porsche said they would consider joining in F1 if they committed to using sustainable fuels. So Porsche and F1 join forces. The future of the internal combustion engine could still be plausible. Wow. That's big. What a story. That is big That's news. fantastic. That's outstanding. I can't believe they're, they're going to figure out a way to get the same energy out yes. of, because that, that's been the, the big unlock, right? Yeah. Like people can make alternative fuels, but it just doesn't have, power. it doesn't yeah. pack the punch, right? Exactly. So, wow. Good for them. Isn't that fantastic? That's, it is. It's, it's awesome. awesome. I, I, I couldn't be happier. The Ford Mustang is getting some new appearance options. The 2022 Ford Mustang will get a new stealth edition option for the base four-cylinder EcoBoost, with the V8 Power GT getting an updated version of the California Special variant. The stealth edition gets cl clear taillights, black trim, 19-inch wheels, rear spoiler, and a special badge on the instrument cluster. The California Special gets a black grill stripes badges scoop on the rear fender strut tower brace under the hood rear spoiler and suede trim on the inside that's cool yeah, i've always liked the california special i thought those things you know just added something a little a little different yeah this uh, is cool. to the look you know yeah 100 percent as we know, many manufacturers are racing to be the first to create an electric pickup truck. Chevrolet has confirmed that the electric Silverado will debut at the Consumer Electronics Show on January 5th, 2022. 
With that, they also gave us some more teaser images showing a top view of the truck with a glass roof, which will only be available on certain trim levels, of course. They also confirmed that there will be a commercial grade fleet version of the EV truck, most likely getting rid of all the niceties for practicality and price. The Silverado EV is estimated to get up to 400 miles of range and will come with rear axle steering. What do you think about this? I think it's kind of fun to watch. How it's All these unfolding. people like yeah. trying to come out with an EV pickup because you've got Rivian, you've got Tesla, you've got Ford, Chevy, GMC. Everybody is trying to take a piece of that. Yep. I think it's cool. I can't wait to see them on the road, you know? Yeah. But, like there's, uh, I don't know. I, it feels like they've been talking about it for a while. So I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready now, you know, like, but I know there's a ton of production issues and we still oh, have yeah, the computer chip crazy. problem and all of that. Let's talk like this, this glass roof in the pickup. It seems cool. But the first thing that came to my, you know, we're in Colorado. First thing that came to my mind was like hail. Yeah, like, exactly. hundred oh, percent. <laughs> like, but, oh, that would be awful. It's gotta be some pretty thick glass though. I'm Cause sure you gotta think is. about like the safety standards. Yeah. They gotta, they still have to pass though. I'm sure it is. But then yeah. on the flip side, how cool would it be to watch up through the glass, the hail coming down? Yeah, or the, or <laughs> the literal flip side to see the, the ground when you flip that thing uh, over. That would not be good. <laughs> now. No no glass roofs in the Raptor version. Oh, of, yeah. Uh, no. Lightning Raptor, whatever they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Chevrolet doesn't have one of those, do they? What's that? Like a crazy version? A crazy off-roader. They don't. Um, I don't think they do because there's Dodge. Dodge has the the T-Rex. The yeah. Ford's got the Raptor. What does Chevy have? Do they have something? Somebody somebody yell at me if I'm forgetting something, please, because I, mean, I, I they, do not remember. They have like an off-road edition and that kind of stuff, like yeah. off-road trim packages, but nothing like like the extreme, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, they should, that I can think cool. of. I don't know. Exactly. Well, like, all right. How well, about I guess this? That's their problem, if though. they have, they haven't marketed it well yeah, enough that's because what I'm we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if they really do have one, it must suck because I've never heard anything about it. Dude, I'm still just going back. That F1 thing has me so excited. Oh, that is like be them, especially imagine Porsche, Porsche and Audi on. coming into yeah. Formula One. Yeah. And developing these new change, fuels. It would change the for, game. It would change yeah. everything. Yeah. That would be so awesome. It <laughs> would be sick. Can't wait. I know. I, ho I, ho I hope so. I really do. Now, Mazda is adding three new SUVs by 2023. The first of which will be the CX-50 coming in November. It will be a mid-size crossover and will sell alongside the CX-5. Next are the CX-70 and the CX-90, the first being a two-row SUV and the second being a three-row, each having the choice of a turbocharged inline-six engine or a plug-in hybrid that uses an inline-four. Now with all Mazda's CX models, all-wheel drive does come standard, which is pretty cool. And C the CX-70 will be introduced as a new model with CX-90 replacing the CX-9. Honestly, sense. have you ever driven in a new Mazda? They're pretty nice, I actually. I haven't. They, yeah. Like, the pictures, they look pretty nice. They've done a nice job with their styling. Um, you know, I, I, I like them. 
Yeah. Yeah. I really want, I, cause I was just thinking about this literally the other day. I'm like, I don't know if I've ridden in a new Mazda. Yep. I, I really want to, cause the pictures and like what people say, it's a really nice car. Yep. I've been inside the the car. I've ridden in the SUV. They're yeah. they're pretty nice cars. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they've done a nice job on them. COVID nineteen cancels yet another incredible automotive show. The Geneva Motor Show is canceled for the third year in a row. The reason for the cancellation is, quote, many exhibitors have indicated that the uncertainties caused by the COVID-19 pandemic make it impossible for them to make a firm commitment for GIMS 2022, end quote. Organizer President Maurice Tarantini said, quote, we see this decision as a postponement rather than a cancellation, and I'm confident that the Geneva Motor Show will come back stronger than ever in 2023. That's kind of disappointing. Because I bet there would have yeah. been some awesome stuff to come out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a ton of innovation. We, I mean, we're talking every week about new things that it's, are coming, it's right? It's wild. And, yeah. And so it is unfortunate. It is crazy the, the impact that this has had globally on just about everything it's that touches wild. our lives, whether yeah. it's these car shows or other things. And certainly not to discount the impact it's had on people. And, oh, yeah. I mean, people have died, right? So um, just a just a amazing time in, in history we're living through right now, for sure. Yeah. Now, we have some new news from Lexus on a vehicle previously thought not to be coming to the U.S. So, as we know, Toyota will not be selling the next generation of the Land Cruiser in the United States, but Lexus announced that on Wednesday, October 13th, they will reveal their luxurious version of the SUV, the LX600. So with that, this vehicle will most likely feature the new twin turbocharged 3.4 liter V6 found in the Land Cruiser and the new Toyota Tundra. And in the Land Cruiser, the engine makes 409 horsepower and 479 pound-feet of torque, and we can see a hybrid version of that powertrain as well coming to the Lexus. The LX should go on sale early next year and start around $90,000. Ooh, all right. But it's kind of cool because it's like one of those cars where like it's really nice and luxurious but they're kind of like off-road focused and like trying to flex the capabilities and it's kind of sick that's the little teaser video they put out nice hey you know what they're those vehicles have been very capable off-road oh, vehicles yeah. even though they've got the luxury luxurious appointments you know like yeah um so so it's great that they're continuing with that. Oh, 100%. They, they wouldn't necessarily have to because there's others that have their luxury SUVs that don't have the, you know, off-road credibility. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you but know. also. So if you think about it, it's really them and, and like, Land Rover, right? That yeah. still still figure out how to pull it off. Well, and you can maybe make an argument for the G-Wagon. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. The bones are there. That, yeah. that, that would be you're still more likely to see someone in a Lexus or a um, oh yeah first you know, by off-road than than a G-Wagon but the the Lexus like some of there's some to me that's just so cool about having a big luxurious expensive vehicle that is extremely capable off-road hammering it up through, yeah. through a big through mud, dirt, mud pit know, or rock crawling the thing and stuff. it's awesome <laughs> like, have you seen those like lexus the lexus builds that are like yeah. the overland and they've got the huge they're tires? sweet they're yeah awesome. they're outstanding all right last but not least here recent mclaren trademark filings suggest Ooh. a move from alphanumeric names okay so mclaren has recently in a lot of their models gone away with alphanumerics like the mp412c 675lt 720s 600lt to name a few 
with some of their newest names being Senna, Elva, Speedtail, and Arturo, which is right. this right here. That's the first one they've kind of changed in like a production model right to actually just a straight Instead up a name special edition yeah exactly so mclaren filed for three new names with the united kingdom intellectual property office the three new names being solace arion and aionic hmm. which are kind of cool yeah there are currently no details on what the applications for these new names may be, whether it be new models to replace their current lineup or names of some special edition McLarens, of course, like the Sabre and stuff like that. Right. Pretty cool. Honestly, I've loved what McLaren's been doing these past couple of years. They make beautiful they cars. Awesome and, they, stuff. And, and the performance is outstanding and everything this that you cool. hear, yeah. the ride quality is exceptional. The electronics um, are great. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, but you're hearing less and less of that right yes yes 100%. however i guess time will tell is the catch yeah. right because now that more and more are on the road you know and they get more miles on them we'll have to see how they, yeah, we'll how see they actually hold up to time but aside from that you know keep it going i'm glad this I'm glad to see that they're continuing to be innovators so with that that is it for today's episode don't forget to like subscribe and check us out on tiktok instagram and twitter at anthony c-i-f-a-l with that you have an excellent rest of your week hey, thanks for hanging out with us today uh looking forward to catching up with you again next week peace out take care